0: Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial liar, and fighter for truth and justice. Kurt Schlichter! Hi everybody and welcome to Fighting Words with Kurt Schlichter, the Hugh Hewitt-affiliated podcast that tries to keep FCC compliant. Sometimes I fail. If you don't like it, well, here's your money back. Oh, wait a minute, you're getting it for free! Goodness gracious. Well then, at least you know you're getting your money's worth. We got a lot to talk about right now. I am a I am doing this on Wednesday, April 15th, uh, in the afternoon. And uh, we just saw something, uh, and Hugh picked right up on it, uh, on his Twitter feed, which, of course, you should be following. You should also follow me, at Kurt Schlichter. Be aware, I do swear and talk about people's mothers. So if that's not your vibe, don't go there. But you should be following Hugh, because Hugh, Hugh gets it done. And he pointed out that um, something huge happened today. With the president and it's only been a few minutes since that happened. But I want to uh, let you guys know that this is actually going on. So and and talk about it here on fighting words uh, up to the minute right on the edge uh, and very, very hush hush. That's fighting words. Okay, what happens? John Roberts of Fox asked the president, hey, basically, as I understand it, because my cable's out now, I have no idea what it actually says. I've just sort of seen it. Um, Do we have information this Chinese flu did not come from people making bat soup or licking pangolins, but in fact came from a Chinese lab? And the president kind of said, yeah, you may find out more later, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. Holy cow. That's huge. That's huge. Because, of course, the president has incredible, incredible intelligence resources that you and I can't even begin to imagine. I can't even begin to imagine. And I used to be a colonel. Wow, that is uh, that is a big deal. If it came out of one of their labs, and I don't mean that they're Frankensteining it up as I put it in one of my brilliant town hall columns, which you get Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, if they're not like building a thing, if they're only studying it and failed to take care of it, failed to have what we call level four protection. If you've read Richard Preston's The Hot Zone about uh, studying Ebola and the Marburg virus at Fort Detrick, you the United States Army, uh, infectious disease, um, what is it, medical department or something, medical detachment or something, anyway. Uh, Level 5, you're basically in a spacesuit. Our Level 5 doesn't exist, apparently, in China. Apparently, they have what's Level 2, which is just some kind of coverings. And uh, if you treat something that should be treated like a Level 5 as a Level 2, and it gets out, well, you could have this, this nightmare. So that's something to be watching. Now, the nightmare continues for all of us. I was just out at uh, a local supermarket, a Gelson's, with my beautiful bride, Irina. And I'm looking at a couple steaks I have over there. We're going to close this up talking a little about the steak, which I talked about in my town hall column on uh, Wednesday the 15th today. But particularly a friend of the show, um, Rhett Rasmussen and Solar Hot Grills. I got a little news for you on that. Want to touch base with that. But my steaks are over there. Anyway, we were out and a lot of places are closed. A lot of stuff is shut down. Lots of sign in the windows. Lots of people scared. Okay. Lots of people who have been labeled non-essential. You know, it's remarkable what is essential and what isn't. I think uh, pretty much everything's essential because everything is somebody's life. And if you're using good common sense, you should be able to operate. Other people don't see it that way. Uh, maybe people who know more about epidemiology than me, but I know a lot about running a small business. I do run one. And I got to say, it's tough. It's tough because you've got to prioritize your people if you intend to be in for the long haul, which I do. So we've got to balance stuff here. We've got to balance the medical issues, the liberty issues, which are very real. Today, people are protesting in Michigan because uh, Governor Karen there seems to be enjoying this stuff way too much. Have you noticed there are a lot of people who seem to think there's authoritarian vibe that they get to exercise because we have an emergency because of the bat gobbler flu. Well, maybe not the bat gobbler flu. Maybe the flu out the window of the bioweapons lab flu. Um, they seem to be enjoying that power a little too much. Here's my rule. If you like power, you should never have it. If you find power annoying and tiresome and just a giant hassle, well, then that's a whole different thing. And let me tell you, who's the big winner in this? Lots of us are losers. Lots of people are having trouble. Um, You know, kids who have high school or uh, junior high school graduations, they're not getting to do that. They're not getting to walk across the stage. Kids who are in high school sports aren't getting to do that. I hear they put off the PSATs, the SATs. Um, you know, Arena says this could be a lost year. I hope not, but it, it could be. But you know who's who's winning? You know who's all into this? The dogs. That's right. Our dogs are loving the lockdown. Hey, my people are home all the time. How come old dogs always sound like Scooby Doo when you imitate them? Oh my dog! My, my people are home. Let's go for a walk in the morning. Let's go for another walk. It's the afternoon. They keep taking me for walks. Yippee! What? Uh, a Yosem- arena's over there going no that's the yosemite bears voice no you mean yogi bear no yogi bear no it's boo-boo or is, that boob- yeah, that's- is it boo-boo, that's boo-boo i forget i know it's barney rubble for fred flintstone what's yogi bear's friend is it boo-boo I think Boo-Boo. boo-boo the bear okay all right well we've got you know we have a great debate Uh, how do what do dogs' voices sound like? Do they sound like cartoon dogs or cartoon bears, I guess? Um, in any case, the dogs are loving this. They're thinking, oh boy, the people are going where the people go every day. They're here all the time. It's that that two day stretch at the end of every week that they're home. Yay, woof. And of course, pretty soon they're going to be, okay, this is... You know, you guys have really been here a lot, and you need to go back to work. See, I, I gotta get that inflection back—that uh, boo-boo, that Yosemite Bear inflection. Are you? Did you confuse boo-boo with Yosemite Sam? Is that what I don't think so. Yosemite Sam sounds like this. He's a rootin', tootin', gun shootin' yeah. guy with a—he's got—he's got giant boo-boo. facial hair. They sound like boo-boo boo-boo is yogi bears i don't know if it's boo-boo or just boo what? somebody to look that up i don't know i don't i don't know this is a mystery don't look at me in any case who's winning the dogs the dogs and the democrats they're the ones who don't want this shut down these are the ones who got nothing but when the democrats for, for look, i'll just say they're garbage uh this stuff about who <laughs> Trump had acted two weeks earlier, a million lives would be saved. You piece of garbage. I want to know this. I want to know that I want someone to play me the clip of a significant politician. Right? Any I don't care who it is, saying we should close America down now about two weeks before he did when we had like 11 people dead. What is his name? Now we had people warning because it was something to look at, something to consider. We had Tom Cotton. He, he, of course, was a huge uh, early media advocate of it. Maybe the first, probably the first. Uh, I, I wrote my first uh, uh, Bat Gobbler Flu article on January thirteenth for Town Hall. Or Jack, yeah, sorry, I say again, January thirty first. I dyslexic those numbers. It's January thirty first. Um. There's literally no one in America of any significant authority who have said when we had about 10 Americans dead, 11 Americans dead. Oh, yes, we have to shut down everything now. Okay, I understand the Monday morning quarterback thing and I understand politics. What I don't understand is why people think we are so stupid. And a lot of this is driven by that, uh, you know, venal monster uh, Nancy Pelosi. And, uh, you know, other idiots like uh, the Crypt Keeper. What's her name? Uh, Jeffrey Rubin. Uh, Trump killed millions of people. No, Trump didn't. See, if we... If we should have shut down, what? why wasn't the rest of the world completely shut down? I don't know. Why was Trump getting called a racist when he stopped flights in with China? I thought there shouldn't be any borders. Don't you remember? On February 24th, a Republican National Committee, in a rare burst of usefulness, uh, put out a video of her walking through Chinatown going, Everybody should come out. This isn't a problem. Everything's fine. Do I blame Nancy Pelosi for that? No. Because at the time, it made no sense. There was literally no one who was going to shut down America because of this. All right. Leadership is about choices. Leadership is always about choices. And choices involve balancing risk. Involves balancing risks. And the simple fact is that you cannot expect someone two months later to go back in time knowing what you know. You have to do things reasonably. You have to do things with some common sense. Now, of course, this is politics. This is, you know, idiocy. And people who hate Trump are going to hate Trump even more. He killed millions of people. Now, how he killed millions of people in Italy and South Korea and everywhere else, I don't know. That's beyond me. You know, because this isn't about facts or logic. This is about Trying to gain a political advantage. But I find it super, super annoying. And I find it super, super annoying. Not because it's a lie. I'm a lawyer. I'm used to people lying. I find it super, super annoying. Because these people think we're stupid. Okay? They think, oh, they'll buy this. These suckers will buy this. They will be totally into it. We'll fool them. Because we're smart. They're dumb. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. And I don't think it's working. Trump's approval rating is going up. And his rating is going up because he's getting out there and showing some common sense. And frankly, he's one of the only major voices saying, we've got to get this thing opened up. And a lot of Democrats don't want to. And it's becoming really apparent why. A, they like power. B, they think it'll hurt Trump. But normal people are going and not just conservatives are going look I'm going to go bankrupt if this doesn't get fixed I am going to go bankrupt and uh, you know if you're going bankrupt suddenly suddenly you know his mean tweets don't seem quite so important anymore the fact that Bill Kristol looks down on him not so much the fact that he's not a genteel well-heeled polite loser like so many other Republicans. Um, that's not important anymore. What's important is this is the one guy who's out there advocating for us. The normal people. That's going to be a problem for the Democrats because people are going to look back and go, you know, I got some problems with Trump, but I'm not going to trust that, you know, uh, uh, senile aid-grabbing weirdo who can't string a sentence together. You yeah, know, I'm talking about the uh, Democrat nominee, presumptive, Joe Biden. You know, it came out this week, Joe Biden's son still on the board of a Chinese company. That's just brilliant. That's just great. Do you think, do you think Mr. Establishment, Joe Biden, the corporation's friend, the Democratic senator from the great state of credit card, is ever going to stand up to the chinese it's never going to happen it it, it is never going to happen i need a lot of democrats will vote for maybe some of the bernie bros will show a rare bit of moral integrity and say no i'm i'm not voting for joe biden i can't do it i don't like trump either but I, i can't vote for this joe biden guy he is a disaster But they won't. They'll be obedient. They will fall in line. They will obey. They will get down on their knees and do what they're told because they're weak and they're stupid. Because socialists are weak and stupid people. And that's just how it's going to be. A few of them will stay home maybe. Kick it in their mom's garage or basement or wherever the heck they live. But the rest, well, the rest are going to go out and do what they're told. Because they're Democrats, and that's what Democrats do. So anyway, we do have a nominee. We're not going to really have a convention. They, they don't want a convention. Like, they want to put him on stage. If you've heard the um, Joe Biden uh, senility supercut that producer Dwayne and the, the gang assembled, you know, it's just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I thought it was funny at first. Then I thought it was sad. Now I'm back to thinking it's funny again. It's like the rake joke. He steps on four rakes. By number five, you're like, eh, it's not funny anymore. But by eight, it's hilarious again. That's Joe Biden talking. And, you know, the media, which in large part is garbage, just covering up for him. Here are things that are important. Trump tweets mean things. Here are things that are unimportant. Gropey Joe grabs an aid and allegedly does what Trump is only supposed to have said to access Hollywood. Okay. Gropey Joe's son is cavorting with Ukrainians and Chinese shady businessmen. He's a wholly owned subsidiary. They've got his pink slip. Right? Gropey Joe, completely incapable, incompetent, I'll say it, he's senile. Those things are not important. Those things are not going to get the coverage. Or they'll get sort of covered and excused because it's okay, because it's the Democrat. And, you know, suddenly due process is an important thing. Even though in any objective sense, the accusations against um, Biden by this Tara Reid woman are exponentially more credible than any by Kavanaugh. I don't know if they're objectively true or not. And I don't don't know if they're disqualifying or not. It's kind of irrelevant for me. As a Democrat, that's disqualifying for me. So the real issue is the hypocrisy of it. You know, the coronavirus is having a lot of casualties. It's having a lot of good people lose their lives to it. But it's also killing institutions. It's killing academia. You know, and it's killing the media. You should check out my uh, Thursday. April 16th town hall column it's killing the media because well you know, it isn't killing the media it's driving the media to commit ritual suicide I wouldn't say it's killing itself in one you know it's not like jumping off a bridge instead it's smoking a cigarette eating a ham sitting out in the sun without sunscreen you know boozing it up having another cigarette popping some pills you know playing mumbly pegs you know it's 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 doing everything to create a chronic fatal illness by destroying its, its um, credibility now look i'm a concern it hasn't had credibility in a long time for me i'm talking about normal po- folks regular folks folks who don't follow the news like you or i do most of them are going you know they're saying a lot of bad things about the president. He seems to be doing a good job. I don't get it. There's a disconnect. Hey, wait a minute. This Joe Biden guy, he seems a little out of it. This gal says, you know, he grabbed a chick and uh, I, I thought that was bad. You know, when this Kavanaugh guy supposedly did that, that was, that was terrible. But, you know, not when he, may, maybe it's all a lie. Maybe it's all a scam. Maybe it's all a giant fraud that they're pulling off on us. Maybe, maybe. And then that doubt gets planted Like a little seed, it sprouts and it grows. And the media waters it every day and adds fertilizer, which is its main product. Yeah. That's how it goes. The media destroying itself. I couldn't be happier. I despise the media. But you know what I love? I love a good steak. I love a good steak. Now, Irina and I went out to Gelson's because I've got some i got to try. I had a grill crisis. I want to grill. And I've been using my cast iron skillet, my oven, and I can do that pretty well. I chronicle my reverse sear technique in my Wednesday, April 15th town hall column. That's for VIP members. You can use the promo code Kurt. You get a little little bump off. Anyway, I talk steak there. But I was, you know, I wanted to grill. Okay, I can usually sear in a hot skillet, but I I wanted to get my grill going. So I go out to my grill and it looks like the ruins of ancient Ephesus OK, it's a mess. It's a disaster. I'm like, what kind of grill gremlins took over in my grill? It's, it's are Everything's living in it. There's a pangolin in there. I'm afraid to go anywhere near it. Catch the catch the Wuhan flu. It, look, it's a disaster. It's rusty and it's crappy. How come a grill lasts like three years and then it's dead? So I'm like, OK, I got to get into a grill. So I start researching grills. And I mentioned this online and Ed Morrissey kind of like, Hey, dummy. Boop. Hit me on the uh, forehead. Have you looked at, you know, Solaire hot grills? You know, Rhett Rasmussen, big, big friend of the show. Solaire hot grill. I was like, no, I I hadn't. How could I not? Well, I, I owe myself to take a look at it. I went and took a look and, um, I was very impressed by the, uh, Uh, the infrared heating technology. Now, they'll hook up to a gas bottle. But what I did was, you know, I looked at them and and they're a little pricey. They are pricey but sturdy. These things don't fall apart. You're going to get them, you're going to get them for the long haul. Now, that makes sense to me because I'm buying a new one every three years, right? Because I can't be without a grill. You know, it's like being a man without a gun. A man without a grill, you're not a man, you're a woman, you own cats. Um... Look, I just need a grill. So I'm looking at the thing, and um, A, they have smaller ones, portable ones. I was like, that's pretty cool. They have a demo program. You can, for like 50 bucks, just cover shipping and cleaning, they will send you a grill. Hook it up to one of your own propane bottles, and uh, you can test it out. I'm doing that tonight. Tonight, I'm going to test out the Solaire Hot Grill with uh, a couple of New York steaks. Uh, And a little bit of filet for arena Now filet is weird Because it's very thin But she likes stuff well done Because she's Cuban I don't get it either Don't just Don't Don't Okay We were married 17 years As of the other day I have not convinced her To eat steaks correctly It's never going to happen Just give it up Me On the other hand I know from steak So I got a steak For uh me A steak for One of the young ones The other one doesn't like steak and I got some filet for Arena that's far too thin in my view, and we're going to test it out tonight. And I've also got a bottle of uh, Dow uh, Eye of the Falcon, which will uh, probably be fabulous, which I'm going to have with it. So I'm going to test it out, and we're going to see. And maybe I will, uh, maybe I will tweet this uh, this event. But I have them over there. I have seasoned them as I do. I use Lowry seasoned salt. I throw a little Tony Chetcher. He's hot. On it, not a lot. Just enough to give it a little little tiny ping and then pepper it up. And then I like to let them sit out for a while so they absorb. So I'm going to have to go hook up this grill. Uh, attach the bottle. And uh, we're going to see how this goes. And I will report to you next time. Uh, assuming I have time, because so much stuff is happening that I pack these Fighting Words with Kurt Schlichter podcast with so much stuff That it's really, really, really hard to shoehorn anything in. But uh, in any case, I think I shoehorned enough in already. So I'll let you guys go. This is Fighting Words with Kurt Schlichter. Uh, If you want to follow me, follow me at Kurt Schlichter. Check out my town hall columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday.